What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. I know it's been a minute, a fat minute since I uploaded. Um, it's just been a long week for me this week, and yeah, it's been going crazy. I'm actually recording this at 12:14 in the morning, so yeah, it's just it. I had a lot. I've been having a lot going on lately. So I apologize for the late upload. I know I was, of course, right when I tell you guys, like, we're going to drop an extra episode a week, something happens, right? Or like, you know, we get we get hit the hardest, right? That it, I feel like that that always happens to us is as soon as we like try to serve the Lord and as soon as we put God first and keep him the, keep him the center, the devil wants to tackle us. Yeah, it's just sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's hard trying to get everything done that you want to get done you know what i'm saying and sometimes like you just got to find a way and i was actually about to crash out right now to be honest and um so i was laying down with my wife because she just got she got home from work at like i don't know like 9 30 9 40 she went to go pick up some food and the kids had crashed out already at like eight something and i was waiting for her um, finishing stuff and I was falling asleep I was dozing off so yeah like I was just tired so we grubbed we kicked it for a little bit we went in the room and my daughter started to wake up so we, of course we started laying down and then um, we were laying down together and then I fell asleep and God was telling me like yo don't go to bed don't go to bed don't go to bed and I was like I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to, and I told my lady, I was like, I'm gonna lay down with you until you crash out, and then I'm gonna get up, just cause I like doing that, like, I like letting her know that I'm there for her, if she needs something, if she needs comfort, I, I know that I give her comfort, so, I was with her, and then, sure enough, we crashed out, and I was like, I, I was good, I was awake, and then, I started dozing off, and I couldn't get up, like, I was stuck, you know what I'm saying, you guys ever been like, like, dead like you just been so comfy like you just stuck like you just feel like you can't move that's where i was like in that very moment to be honest and then god's like don't go to bed don't go to bed and as soon as i started to fall asleep my cat broke one of my cups one of my mugs i was like dang man if i really would have just not fell asleep and i would have stayed awake i could have avoided her breaking one of my cups and you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying it's my fault because it's 100% her fault for breaking my cup. But I should have been listening to God. And, you know, he was telling me, get up. You know what I'm saying? And when we lean on our own understanding, that's what happens. There's a there's a consequence for every action, right? And if God's telling you to do something, do it. Because if not, he's going to break your mug. So, yeah, that sucks because... I feel bad because we have our collection, you know what I'm saying? And low-key, she's broken a couple cups before we got close to God. And it really, like, ticks me off because, like, that's our collection, you know what I'm saying? And she broke one of our soup mugs, too, which sucks even more because I was, like, the only one we have. And um, it was broken. And when I was picking it up, I read what it said, right? It said, choose happy. It said always choose happy that's what it said always choose happy excuse me you guys already know how i'm coming at you today 
tonight I mean same way I always do I got the coffee I got the sticks and I got some cookies some bakery cookies we went to a bakery like maybe a week ago less than a week ago and we still I still got some cookies in there so I'm gonna tear some of those up during this podcast too so if you hear me munching crunching or sipping on some that's what it is coffee coffee sticks or the cookies so or you know I'm sipping on the water I got the water too so all right well I'm gonna take a sip give me a sec it's times like these where I need to switch out the half calf for the dark roast or something or whatever gets you rejuvenated you feel me hmm I'm tired I ain't gonna lie to you guys I'm a little tired right now so if it takes me a minute to get going I apologize, but you know we're going to come with the fire and the flame that Jesus puts in us. You know what I'm saying? Because this is our podcast. When we've been killing it, guys, like you guys have been killing it. And through God's grace and his mercy and his love and everything that he gives us every single day, every single week that we get to drop an episode, he's been doing amazing. We got we got over 100 downloads and the podcast hasn't even been up for a month. You know what I'm saying? We have three episodes, not including the the announcement episode so all glory to god you know what i'm saying praise be to the most high because he killing it so um yeah but that's just what happens when you're not obedient you know what i mean you break your, your mug gets broken he was telling me too he was giving me that warning and he gave me a good hour to get up and get going but you know how it be Sometimes you're just tired. Sometimes you're trying to put yourself above God, and that's where we mess up. You know what I mean? And um, we just got to stay stay faithful, and we got to listen. And everything that he says, we have to listen to. So we just got to remember that. Don't If he's telling you to do something, listen, because you don't want to get your mug broken. You know what I'm saying? You don't want something to happen to you. So... You already know me. I got up, threw my shorts on, I threw my sweater on, got the slippers on, and now I'm posted up right here talking to you guys on the couch because I'm just like you guys. I'm just a man, you know what I mean? If you're just a man or just a woman, just a child, whatever, we're not. Nobody's more than nobody, you know what I'm saying? So, And if you guys wanted to do this, y'all could do this too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you guys if you do this. We gotta be, we gotta be obedient, because when we're not obedient, there's a consequence for that. Which is crazy now that I think about it, because um, we're gonna be all over the place today. So Passover's coming up, right? And people are like, "Do you celebrate Passover? Are you supposed to celebrate Passover?" Well, in the Bible, I guess like the Jewish people, they celebrate Passover, right? So that's what they do, right? But um, in the Bible, I read this verse where it says, the festivals, and I forgot how it goes, but it was like, the festivals, the religion, um, the food, the meat, the bread that we eat does not define us as Christians, right? But it's through following of Christ that defines us as Christians. So if you don't celebrate Passover, you don't have to celebrate Passover. And that's what I took from it, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to, like a festival doesn't make your religion, you know what I'm saying? I wonder if I could find it, let's see. My bad, I should have had all this prepared, huh? I didn't even think I was going to talk about it, to be honest. So that was on me, guys, my bad. Uh, probably. You guys probably won't even, I hike, you might just 
take all this out. You know what I mean? So you guys might not even hear all this. But if I leave it in, y'all gotta know I'm an imperfect man too. You know what I'm saying? They say you're supposed to celebrate Passover, right? Which I think, I don't believe you're supposed to celebrate Passover, right? I think maybe that's like a Jewish thing. Um, But if you guys don't know, the first Passover happened in Exodus. And Exodus, I actually read this a long time ago. I don't know if you guys remember in one of our episodes, we talked about how Pharaoh... Um, when Moses like, yo, let my people go or all these plagues are going to come on you. Right. So the 10th plague was that he was, that God was going to take the firstborns of every family. And the only way that God wasn't going to take. So he told Moses like, yo, tell everybody that's Hebrew. I don't know if Hebrew is Jewish. I I really don't know, but he just told everybody that's Hebrew or he told them, he told, um, the Israelites, he told the people that were following Moses, he was like, yo, he's like, tell everybody to put the blood of, I think it was like a lamb or put a blood of the blood of a bird or something. It was a blood of something over their door so that I can pass them over. Right. So I don't have to. So I don't take their firstborn. So that's when he went into Egypt and he went all around that like vicinity of where Moses was and the Egyptians and all that, and everybody who didn't have that blood on their door got their first firstborn son taken away or their firstborn taken away, right? So that is what that was the origin of the Passover. That was the first first that was the first Passover, and then the next day, the Egyptians or not the Egyptians, the Israelites, um, Moses is the the people who were following Moses. They celebrated with unleavened bread, which just means like they ate stuff was that was like not i think it was like just it didn't have yeast in it or something like i really don't know what what it was i didn't go into detail as in what they were eating and i didn't read that far into it but i know that that's how they celebrated the next day and as christians or followers of christ first corinthians 5 7 8 says get rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new unleavened batch as you really are for Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed. Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with old bread leavened with malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So, we're saying get rid of the old yeast, so that you may be a new unleavened batch. It That's us saying, as Gentiles, we don't have to do Jewish customs, right? So, when it's saying get rid of the old yeast... So that you may be a new unleavened batch. That's us. That's the Bible telling us like, yo, get rid of who you used to be. So that way we can be new, right? If we're, if we were like that old grimy bread that was kind of like a little soggy and not good for you. You know what I'm saying? Getting moldy because some of us are crusty and we can't lie about that. You know what I'm saying? That's who we used to be. But it's telling us that you may be a new unleavened batch, right? That you may be that new form of bread, that new baked bread, right? That's us now. So after we get rid of the old yeast, the old us, we may be the new unleavened batch. We're the new people through Christ as we really are. Then it says, for Christ, our Passover lamb, so has been sacrificed. So that's saying like when they said that they had to sacrifice that lamb and put it over their doorstop, that's God. God was our sacrificial lamb. 
and he, we don't have to put his blood over the doorstop because his blood was already shed for us, right? His his blood was already shed in front of all of um, all of the people who seen him die, right? His blood had already been passed over. Our lives, if we choose to follow Christ, we carry that blood with us. That's us being passed over, not us getting taken, right? So that's not us falling into the trap of the enemy or falling by death. You know what I'm saying? So we believe that Christ died for our sins to pass us over and give us the opportunity to be saved through Christ, right? So as soon as we accept Christ into our life and as soon as we act more Christ-like and as soon as we choose Christ over everything else, that's what the Passover was. That means we won't get left behind and he's passing us over, not da not damning us to hell or not sending us to hell, but allowing us to enter the gates of heaven. He's not taking, he's not killing us and giving us death, but he gave us life by passing us over. You know what I'm saying? It says, therefore, let us keep the festival, not with old bread leavened with the malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So right there, it's telling us. Therefore, let us keep the festival, not with the old bread leavened with malice and wickedness. That's let us keep the love that we have for Christ. Let us keep the tradition, quote unquote, tradition of what Passover is by loving Christ, accepting Christ and not retaining or resorting back to who we used to be, but being the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Because that's who we are now through Christ. Everything you should do, everything you do should be sincere and truthful. Because as Christians, we can't tell a lie. Telling a lie is like doing murder. You know what I'm saying? And being sincere about our love for Christ. And being sincere about how we carry ourselves. Not carrying ourselves for, for self-gloat. Or carrying ourselves to say we're better than. But carrying ourselves... To show Christ that we love him sincerely. That we sincerely accept him in our lives. And we're not doing it for financial gain. We're not doing it for a gain of a blessing. Or a gain of 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 anything other than what he wants to give us. You know what I'm saying? We have to be sincere in our walk with Christ. Because if we're not going to be sincere in our walk with Christ. We're still that old yeast. We're still that old bread. Leavened with the malice and wickedness. You know what I'm saying? We have to leave who we used to be behind. We can't carry that gangster mentality no more. You know what I mean? That's not that's no longer an excuse for us. We have to let it go. Because if we don't let it go and we continue to act like who we used to act, but say we love Jesus, then people then we're kinda of leading people the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? People who look at us aren't gonna look at us the right way. If you're okay with telling a lie, then that means you're okay with doing murder. And that's what you have to do. Every little thing that we do as Christians and as we do as followers of Christ, because it's not about religion. It's not about a church. It's not about a pastor or a preacher. It's about your relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? It's about the relationship and love that you have with God. When he's saying, with, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth, it's about the sincerity of how much you love God. How truthful are you when you say, yes, I follow Christ. Well, how truthful are you willing to tell a lie to not pay a bill? Are you willing to tell a lie to get away with something? Are you willing to tell a lie to sneak around somewhere? Are you willing to tell a lie to get by your boss at work? You know what I'm saying? Like, like you can't, you can't hold on to what you used to be or who you used to be because 
how can God pass us over if we're still choosing sin? You know what I'm saying? How could God, how could God pass us over if we still choose to be the person who we used to be or choose the mentality that we used to have? Because it don't matter what you went through in life. It don't matter what you go through or what you've been through. Whether you were the worst person in the world or you were the best person in the world, through Christ, you're a different person. And that's what you have to remember. And those are the things that you have to accept within yourself. Because it's not about us, right? It's not about the things that we went through defined us. Because if that was true, then we wouldn't be followers of Christ, right? Because if we were, if we thought we could do it all and get through everything ourselves, then why would we need God? But it's only through God's grace, His mercy, and His love that He offers us that, that, that love that we need, right? That void that needs to be filled or that hole in our heart. That needs to be filled with something that we are filling up with alcohol, drugs, adultery, with with just sin, right? You know what I'm saying? How can we be a new unleavened batch of bread when we're still trying to use the old yeast? How can you make something fresh if you're using mold? How can you make a beautiful dish if you're using moldy food? You can't make rotten chicken look good. You know what I'm saying? You can't make green moldy bread look good. You can't eat that. Why would you want to eat that? So how, why would we want to be the same person we used to be? You can't use what you've went through in life. And you can't use what you used to be in life as a reason to still act that way sometimes now. You know what I'm saying? If I was walking around and I was like, yeah, I used to be a dope dealer. And I still walk with that walk a little bit. I'm like, nah, but I love Jesus. Like, why are you carrying yourself like you still sell dope? You know what I'm saying? Why would you carry yourself with somebody who still pushes drugs or, you know, pushes sin? You know what I'm saying? Don't use what you used to do and who you used to be as an opportunity to get away with things and not switching yourself. Because at the end of the day, the person you're not changing for isn't the person in front of you. It's the person in above you. You know what I'm saying? It's not the person in front of you. It's the person above you who matters. Because God watches down on us every single day and every single time we do something wrong, every single time we try to find an excuse, every single time that we do something and blame somebody else, he's writing it down. He's like, okay, but you love me and you're still choosing to act that way. Why? You love me, but you're not loving me fully. Why? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of us... It's hard for us to let go of who we used to be, right? And you just got to think about it like, yo, would you eat moldy bread? No. Okay, then why would you still choose to be that person? Do you want to get passed over? You know what I'm saying? Or do you want to be put to death? Then why would you still be that person? You know what I'm saying? The Passover is a lot more than just a sacrificial lamb. And the blood over the door. And the celebrate of the celebration of unleavened bread. The Passover is about when Jesus was our sacrificial lamb. Died on the cross for us. Us accepting him makes us a new batch of unleavened bread. Right? Christ was our Passover lamb. He got sacrificed. His blood was shed. So our festival is not a celebration of of us being passed over from the firstborn. Our celebration is us being passed over death. 
the fact that he gave his life for us. God gave his only son, his firstborn son, his sacrificial firstborn son for us to not be the bread full of malice and wickedness, but to be an unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So why would we choose to be who we used to be and not somebody new in Christ? It's not about a celebration of food. It's not about a celebration of the firstborn. As as Christians, as followers of Christ, it's about the celebration of the, the death, right? Everybody has this big thing about like the Easter bunny, right? I don't have it on I don't have it on the screen, but I read that. Um the Easter bunny came from Germany. Right? Because they would celebrate. I forgot. They would celebrate or they would do something. But they had these things called hogging dogs. Which were the eggs. And that's where everything originated from. You know what I'm saying? But we forget that. Easter. And Resurrection Sunday. It don't matter what you call it. It just matters about how you celebrate. You're not celebrating for a basket. To go snag up some eggs. You know what I'm saying? You can do those things, but incorporate the fact incorporate the fact that Jesus died for our sins, right? He was our sacrificial lamb. And he got sacrificed on the cross because he loved us so much. And on Resurrection Sunday, on Easter Sunday, he rose on that day to show everybody in the world that he is from God. That that God that Jesus is God's son and that all the words that he spoke and everybody that came into contact with him, whether they cursed him, they loved him or they hated him, that he was the real deal. He rose on the third day not to scare those soldiers that were trying to act, not to scare the soldiers that were on guard, but to show them that he is Jesus of Nazareth, king of the Jews, right? Because our God is the God of gods, the Lord of lords, the King of kings, right? But that's our son. That was a piece of him that he put on earth for us through Mary. And a way where he was made different than everybody else. He was not conceived. He was put inside of Mary, who was a virgin. And she born, she born him to, to earth, right? Born him on earth. Because of his purpose that he had. And God did that. Nobody else but God. And I feel like sometimes. We get so caught up in doing the egg thing. And then you know. People. I feel like a lot of people go to church on Easter Sunday. But it's just because they go to church. You know what I'm saying. Going to church ain't going to save your life. I can tell you that right now. Going to church will not save your life. I've been to a couple of churches. Where I feel like they made my life worse. You know what I'm saying. Church does not save your soul. Loving God, having sincerity and truth is what saves your soul. Being baked with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth is what saves your soul. Getting rid of the old yeast so that you may be a new oven, unleavened batch saves your soul. Don't be the old bread leavened with malice and wickedness. Because church isn't going to save you. The only person who saves you and the only thing that can save you is if you choose to follow God, right? If you choose to celebrate Easter or Resurrection Sunday as the resurrection of God. Because God rose on that day, right? 
He went through everything that he went through because he loved us and he rose on the third day, which was Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday. The name doesn't matter. You can call it whatever you want, but just know whatever you call it, the only definition for it is that Jesus resurrected on that day. So the only definition for it, whether you give out eggs, whether you celebrate by just going to church, whether you hang out with the crew, hang out with the fam, and barbecue, or do whatever you do, just know that the only definition for Easter Sunday, the only definition for Resurrection Sunday is that. The resurrection of Jesus Christ on that day. Celebrating in some form. Whether you go to church or not. Even if you do go to church. Like show the kids. Show the family that comes over. Or even just within the family that's in the home. Like yo. Let's all remember like why we're celebrating today. We're not celebrating today just to kick back. We're celebrating because God died and rose on this day today. You know what I'm saying? So, it don't matter the name. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter what you call it. It don't matter. It don't matter what you call it. It don't matter nothing like that. Just celebrate it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, my son just woke up right now, so he threw me off a little bit. But yeah, um, yeah. Today's been today's been an alright day. It was getting a little tough. Like I said, it's just that condemnation that gets me every week. And I go through it a lot, guys. I'm uh I'm somebody who struggles with uh like not hard things but hard things, you know what I'm saying? I'm a type of person who isn't really good at being alone. I'm the type of person who gets too much in their own head. I'm the type of person who has real anxiety, has real fear of being alone. Because I feel like I've always felt alone, right? And it's crazy because we always think we feel alone. But God's always there to let us know we're never alone. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just hard listening to that voice. Listening to God. And letting Him be in our mental state. Letting Him be mind, right? It's hard. Especially because my wife is so loving. And so caring for me. And she does nothing but love me and care about me. That sometimes I feel like I put her, put her through a lot of unnecessary stress. Because of how I am, right? And how I used to be. But it goes back to what we were talking about. We can't be that old batch, right? We can't be the batch of bread that has, you know, malice and wickedness. God really has to be our strength and our defense to get through every single day. And it's hard. Doing this for God, right? Not for self-glory. Not for anything other but just for God makes my life hard, right? To the point where I feel like I shouldn't do it. You know what I mean? But why would the devil attack me so hard and attack me the most for doing this 
if it didn't have a positive effect, right? If we didn't get to be, like, if you don't get to feel, how can I explain it? Okay, like, you guys ever met a hater? Like, everybody's had a hater before, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so your hater, the only reason they hate on you is because you're doing something that they can't do or doing something right. You know what I mean? I used to have this, like, dude, he used to hate on me. Like, nah, I'm not even going to say that. I'm, I'm just going to give an example, right? So say you're good at drawing, right? And somebody sees your drawing, and it, it could be the best drawing in the world, but they're going to nitpick every single thing about it, right? And try to point out every single flaw. Well, that's what the devil does to me. You know what I'm saying? The devil will be your number one hater. He's our number one hater. Like, dead serious. He's a dude always blowing you up and telling you what you did wrong. <laughs> and it sucks. It really does suck. Like, it was like two days ago, I think. Three days ago. It's Friday, April 15th, 1 in the morning. So, technically two days ago. Or technically three days ago, but it's probably more like three days ago. I think it was like on Wednesday or or Tuesday. Wednesday, Tuesday, or Thursday. Something like that. No, it wasn't Thursday. It was Wednesday or Tuesday. But um, I just couldn't take it anymore. Like, for real, for real. I couldn't take it anymore. It was just so much stress and so much, like, anxiety and anger and frustration and pain and condemnation and explosion you know what i mean like it was just so many emotions so much thought and it kills me like it brings me down like sometimes it's okay to be personal you know what i mean with you guys but i just don't even know how to explain how personal it was you know what i mean it was just a full-on attack from every single direction where I literally got down on the floor I was laying down on my floor crying like yo God please take this away from me like please don't let me feel this way please don't let me have condemnation please don't let me go through this and I'm crying like like I'm I'm like this goes back to like like our verse right don't be that old batch of bread. I'm not no G no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to walk with my gangster walk no more. I'm not trying to be my dope dealer self. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to push no weight anymore. I'm not. I don't need to act any sort of type of way. You know what I mean? That's who I was. That was the malice and wickedness that I had. Right? But now I'm comfortable enough to say that I, I started crying because... Of the things that I'm getting attacked with by the devil. And I'm pleading and I'm crying out to God. Yo, please God, help me. Help me. Because if you're doing something good for you. It ain't going to be easy. And that's what sucks. Like. I'm, I don't eat vegetables. Like I literally don't eat vegetables. I can't. Like it's just not. I don't like them. The only vegetable I can eat. Is spinach at the leaf spinach? You know what I'm saying? Like spinach like that. And I can eat some. I can eat corn if it's good. 
and sometimes carrots rarely rarely can i eat a carrot like for real for real i just don't like vegetables but i know they're good for me so i try to eat them but i just can't and i try to eat vegetables and i just can't like it's just me and vegetables just don't click (laughs) for whatever reason me and veggies just don't click but they're good for me so i try right but I just can't, I can't hold them down. That's how it is in life. God is good for you. And you have to be able to hold them down, right? I found a vegetable that I can eat that I can hold down. And that's good for me. I heard spinach is like one of the best vegetables for you. And I can tear up some spinach. I, I can, I used to drink smoothies. I used to drink like spinach smoothies with like milk and fruit. And now I eat like spinach. I could just eat leaf spinach. I found it. You know what I mean? I found what was good for me. I made a way for it to work. But that's how it is with God. You have to make it work. You have to find a way to make it work. You have to remember that whatever is going to be good for you is going to be also hard to maintain. If we want something that's good for us, It's hard to get, right? Like exercise. Sometimes it's just hard to exercise. But we want to feel good. We want to feel we want to feel good. We want to look good. You know what I'm saying? So we we try to exercise knowing that that's good for us and knowing like we can do that. And say you're on like a diet, right? You have to have the mental strength and mental ability to follow your diet. Stay strict on it and do what you got to do, like working out, all that good stuff, right? And you'll see results. It's the same thing with God. If you love God and you want God in your life and you want him to change your life and you want him to be the sole purpose, the center, the everything, right? You want him to lead you to the water well of salvation and you want to drink at it every single day. It's hard. It's the strictest diet in the world being a diet full of christ will give you the ultimate gains but give you the ultimate trials because when you're doing something good for your life when you're doing something good in christ's eyes the devil sees that and he's like nah g come here like let me show you this like yo you could get those results or you could come get these results you know what i'm saying it's like, like not to be weird or anything, but it's like doing steroids. Like, you know, you could follow your diet and you could look lean and good. Or you could come do some steroids and it'll be faster and quicker. You know what I'm saying? It's work. It is work. And it's hard work. Being a follower of Christ is not easy. That's why he gives us the option. He's like, I don't, I'm not going to make you serve me. I'm giving you the option to choose me. And if you choose me, it's not going to be easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would do it. If it was easy, nobody would relapse. If it was easy, everybody would follow Christ. If it was easy, then we would all be like, cool. You know what I'm saying? We would all be having a podcast talking about Jesus. But it's not. And 
Because I'm here to talk to you guys and because I let God's light shine through this platform, because I keep God the center of my life, not even through this, but just in my life in general, and just because I try to be more Christ-like, I get attacked so much more. Like, I see it every day. My wife goes to work, and I'm home with the kids, and I'm kicking it, I'm kicking it. Condemnation, boom. Anxiety, boom. Loneliness, boom. Condemnation again, boom. Condemnation again, boom, 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 boom. Every single day of my life. And I couldn't take it anymore. Because God is my strength and my defense, right? The story of Job. I remember listening to the story of Job when I was a kid. And I was like, yo, that dude is crazy. He never cursed God, never questioned, like, he never, like, questioned him, like, oh, why me, why this, why that? You know what I'm saying? But he knew that he was God's faithful servant. So he was, one, like, he was curious. He wasn't questioning him, saying, like, what he was doing was bad, but he was just like, yo, like, I just don't get it, God. Like, why? Job had everything in the world. That he needed. And some. And he was not a, like stingy. He would give. He would give. And he would receive. And then he'd give more. Job went through hell. Yo. Like if you never read the story of Job. Read it. Because it's some crazy stuff. He lost his family. He seen his like children die in front of him. It said that his like walls collapsed when they were at dinner. And boom. They were dead. Right? Imagine seeing that. Imagine you're sitting at your table and you're with the people you love and something just lands on top of them and kills them right in front of you. And it says that he didn't curse God whatsoever. He never turned his back on God whatsoever. But he stayed faithful. His wife left him. He's like, why don't you curse God already? Like, look what he's done. He took all his riches away, his livestock his workers, his slaves, like whatever he had was gone. Imagine being on top of the world and then you're at a bottomless pit and you don't know how you got there. And the only thing that you can count on is God to get you out. That's how we live our life every single day, yo. We live our life knowing like we have an option to follow Christ and every day we have to pick that option to follow Christ. But knowing that we're going to pick that option, we have to know that our life is going to be 10 times harder than everybody else's. Because that was our choice. To follow Christ with sincerity and truth. That's our choice. And if we're not going to follow it with sincerity and truth, then of course you think it's going to be easy. But that's because you're listening to the devil and you're not listening to God. How can we listen to the devil and make our walk with God easy? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you did that, but we don't got to tell nobody. You know what I'm saying? God's, God's seen it. He knows. Like, he forgives you, dog. Like, you're good. Just move on. But in your heart, God's telling you to speak up. You know what I'm saying? How can we make that easy? And then if you have these two conflicting things going on, right? Like, you have God pulling at your heart, but your mind telling you, no. It's like the devil and the angel on your shoulder. Like, yo, you should say something. He's like, nah, just let it go. Yo, you should say something. Nah, just let it go. And sometimes, what we have to say or what we want to do 
is hard. But if we don't do it, how are we trusting in God, right? It says no matter what to have faith in Christ. No matter what, to listen to what he has to say and he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you. So if God's telling us to do something, it means we probably should do it. And whatever outcome happens is the outcome that God has planned out already. Because he's not going to give you, he's not going to give you everything in the world that you want. But he's going to give you everything that you want and that you know he's, he's going to give you everything in the world that he knows that you want, but you can handle at the same time. Because some things we want, but we can't handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I want a fast car. But I'm going to get a million speeding tickets and I don't got a driver's license. What the heck do I need a fast car for? You know what I'm saying? And yes, I'm 22 years old. I had my driver's license. I lost my driver's license. And I'm getting it back. Life's hard. And sometimes, you just got to get down on your knees Or lay down on your stomach and cry out to God. And I'm man enough to say that that's what I did. You know what I'm saying? Like laying there. Like crying. Because the condemnation that I go through every single day of my life. And the only out that I have. Isn't a bottle. Isn't my blunt. Isn't my backwood. Isn't my joint. Is God. And it used to be those things. But it can't be those things anymore. Because how can I sit here and tell homie not to smoke. Because God will change his life and make him better. But then. On some off camera stuff I'm over here smoking. You know what I mean. And. You know I've been. Sometimes I cuss. And I catch myself. I'm like yo. Come on dude. Chill. Chill. Like you. Don't be cussing like that. And it's hard, especially when it comes to my family. You know, we pull up to Dunkin' Donuts, and I've been doing good at just keeping my mouth shut. But this guy was just over the top rude, over the top disrespectful, over the top should be fired. And I, I said something to him. Now, there's nothing wrong if I say something to him. But what I said to him was wrong. You know what I'm saying? What I said to him wasn't right. And I asked God to forgive me. And I even told my lady, like, like, how can I be like this? Like, like I know I'm going to beat myself up for this. Because I'm over here telling everybody not to do this. And I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And then I mess up. I'm an imperfect man. That's why this is the Imperfect Man Podcast. Because I'm not here just to tell you guys how to like overcome struggle. I'm here to let you know that I struggle too. I'm here to let you know that I mess up too. We are all imperfect. We'll never be perfect. And it's okay. Our our imperfections will decrease over time. And we'll be more and more close to perfect. But just remember, we're never going to be perfect. So don't kill yourself for being not perfect. Because nobody's perfect and nobody will be perfect. And even if they think they're perfect, they probably way out of the ballpark, son. My bad. If you guys hear a helicopter, they're looking for some dude over here. Apparently, he was shooting at the police. He, they was actually over here yesterday, too. Homie was shooting at the police over here. So, they, you might, might be hearing helicopters and stuff. But, um, it's just, 
the way we live our life has to be not for our own understanding, but for Christ. You know what I mean? I told my wife, I was like, yo, I love you so much that it's hard for me to not say something when you get disrespected. It's hard for me to not be your man. You know what I'm saying? Well, dang, like I'm kind of making her above God, right? And this real talk, guys, like, I'm not trying to, like, like, I'm not here to play with you guys. You know what I'm saying? This is real. Like, following God and and living your life for Christ is hard. It is the toughest decision that you make every day. Because you don't just make it once. You make it every single day. And the battles that you go through are the hardest battles that you will ever go through in your life. And I, I told her, I was like, yo, I love you so much. That the devil knows the one thing to get me going. And it's by somebody being disrespectful to you. And sometimes I can say something nice. Or sometimes he won't do it as bad where I can let it slide. You know what I mean? Where somebody's just like, doesn't say you're welcome. Or some, something like that. You know what I'm saying? But this guy was just over the top. Like, you know what I'm saying? And instead of me saying what I said... I should have been like, yo, bro, hey, you don't got to be so disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Fix your tone and we won't have any more problems. Just fix the way you talk because the way you're talking is really disrespectful right now. You know what I'm saying? But then I even said like what I said wasn't as bad as what I said because I said something similar to that. Just a little bit worse. And then he laughed, right? And I'm just like, man, this dude don't know me. But then again, I got to go back to, I'm not the bread full of malice and wickedness. Because this is how I know I'm different, right? The old me wouldn't have just kept it at the drive-thru. The old me would have parked, got out of the car, went inside, pulled dude out by his little headset, and started just beating the crap out of him right like literally just putting causing so much harm to him and so much trauma to everybody who was around but I'm not that person anymore I don't carry that malice and wickedness anymore now I still stumble and I still fall but that's because I'm an imperfect man not because I carry malice and wickedness it's because sometimes I slip up Knowing that my God has to be the number one thing in my life. My answer has to come from my God. Not from my heart. Not from my mind. But it has to come from my God. I can answer somebody and tell somebody that they're being disrespectful and rude in a Christ-like way. Now that's something I need to work on, but it's something that can be done. Following Christ is not easy but it's not that hard either you know what I'm saying like it's hard but it's really not that hard just like Christ was selfless towards us we have to be selfless towards him you know what I'm saying giving up your favorite TV show giving up your favorite video game giving up your I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Giving up social media. Whatever. It's 
it's not that it's hard. It's just sometimes we are selfish. You know what I'm saying? How, like if, like I had to give up Call of Duty, right? Like I didn't have to, but I chose to give it up. But why? Because it's inappropriate. If I really sit down and I look at that game, it's inappropriate. The way it is, is inappropriate. The way that they make everything is so inappropriate nowadays. You can't do one thing without it being inappropriate. And why would I want God to look at me? Or why would I want my son or my wife or anybody to look at me? And I see it. And my mind's like, no, it's not inappropriate. But then when I take my lenses off from the world... And I stop normalizing my faith and I look at it from God's perspective, I see how inappropriate it really is. Right? Take off our take off your lenses. Take off your lenses from the world. Take off the world's lenses and look with Christ like eyes. And everything that you're doing, would you think like God would be cool with that? I bet you he wouldn't. Bro, I had to give up a video game. A video game that I put money into. A video game that I put mad time into. A video game that I've been playing since I was a kid. But why? Because I see how inappropriate it is. I see how they flash marijuana everywhere. Or how inappropriate some of the characters look. Or how inappropriate, like, they talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, they be cussing up a storm. And yeah, you can be, you may be able to handle those things, but why would you want to do those things in front of God? Because he's watching you. He sees you. There's plenty of other things we could do with our time. You don't have to just sit down and watch TV. You don't have to sit down and play video games. You don't have to sit down and listen to music. Like, think about it, dog. Like, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy twelve twenty-five. Do not eat it, so that it may go well with you and your children after you, because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Right? It says, "Do not eat it, so that it may go well with you and your children after you, because you will be do you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord." Do not eat it, bro. Do not eat it, girl. Do not eat it, son. Do not eat it, cuz. Whatever you're doing, do not eat it. Do not watch it. Do not look at it. Do not feed into it. Do not listen to it. What food helps you prosper? Food doesn't food doesn't always mean actual food. When it's saying do not eat it, it's not talking about food. It's not just talking about actual food. It means what you're feeding your salvation and your spirit. What are you feeding yourself every day? Why would we walk on earth knowing that God Why would we walk on earth knowing that God 
is giving us the freedom to do whatever we want. And what we're doing is feeding ourselves garbage. If you're jamming out to that song and it starts to shape how your day's going to go. Or you're starting to shape how you're feeling in that moment. Many men wish death the palm. You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm getting into this. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's starting to take me back. I'm gangster again. I'm gangster again. What? I got my lean with me. Yo, where the strap at? Yo, where the, oh, wait. I'm looking around. I got diapers next to me, cuz. I got my beautiful wife and my two kids asleep in the next room. And I got Spongebob on the TV. I got my I love my wife cup. With my bakery goodies and my coffee sticks. There ain't no more strap, dog. There ain't no more dope to be selling. There ain't no more pounds to be weighing. You ain't that guy no more. Because we're choosing not to be that guy no more. If it starts to shape your emotions and how you're feeling and it starts to turn you into somebody else, it ain't good for you. Are you allowing yourself and your spirit to be filled with righteousness or with that or what that song wants you to feel in that very moment? Cuz music of all things can cause you to feel to it could cause you to feel a lot harder than you actually are. The devil made music, bro. He was playing the harp or he was playing something in heaven. And it said that he played beautiful music. But he wanted to be glorified for being a good musician. So God said, no. Only I can be glorified in heaven. And casted him out of heaven. Right? That music that you're listening to. Or that TV show that you're watching. Ever since I was a kid. I always wanted to be a gangster. If you don't know what movie that is. That's good fellas. Why are you going to go watch that garbage? Why are you going to go listen to that music? Because you ain't as hard as you think you are listening to that song G. You ain't as hard as you think you are. When you smoking weed, G. And you ain't as hard as you think you are when you over there flexing on the, the gram. Or you flexing on TikTok. Dog, why you making TikToks if you gangster? Why you flexing on TikTok if you gangster? Why you being trendy if you gangster? Because real gangsters move in silence, homie. Don't allow the things that are around you or the things that you're feeding yourself shape who you are. Because if you if you are and you're allowing them to do those things, then you're not feeding yourself with righteousness and you're not feeding yourself with love and peace and stuff to feed your spirit. What you're feeding yourself is garbage. You know what I mean? Don't feel a lot harder than you actually are. Because you ain't. Every day you make a decision. To be a dope dealer. Or to be a Christ follower. Right? Every day you make a decision. To be slanging tree. Or slanging God's word. Every day you have a decision to speak life. Or speak death.
every day you have a decision to play something that's going to help your soul or to play something that's going to make you feel harder than you actually are. Because I'll tell you right now, if you think you bumping something that's going to make you crazy or you bumping something that's going to turn you into somebody else, then you probably shouldn't be bumping it. I'll let you know right now that music can shape who you are in many different ways. And it messes with your mind in many different ways. And it takes you back to those places or makes you remember those things that you were doing when you were listening to that song. Why do you think I don't listen to music? The only music I listen to is like Jesus music. And that's because it's not talking about anything else but Christ. I don't even listen to Jesus music like that. I'd be listening to preachers on the radio. Or I'd be listening to like like dudes who like dudes who follow Christ talking about like politics and how politics now are related to politics in the Bible. And if I ain't doing that, then it's probably because I'm with my wife and we don't listen to anything. We just talk. We literally just chop it up the whole time. You ever had a conversation with somebody just driving? If you got to bump music when you're next to the person that you so quote-unquote love, do you really love them? If you can't have a conversation with the person next to you, why are they in your car? I told you we were going to be all over the place. (laughs) Started with the Passover, now we're talking about this. But it all, it's all relatable. In some way, in some form, in some shape, everything is relatable. It says, do not eat so that it may go well with you and your children after you. Because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Do not eat or do not be that batch of old moldy unleavened bread and do not eat that bread so that it may go well with your children you and your children after you do not be that batch of bread that had malice and wickedness and be the bread that had sincerity and truth so that it will be with you and your children after you because by doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord Because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. It all goes together. It all ties in. And I got these scriptures on two different dates. And I didn't even plan to put them together. But God's plan was to put them together. And I don't go based off my plan. You guys want to know what I do? Like for real for real. I write down verses. I write out like a little bit of what they mean. And then I just leave them in my notes. And I do it like day by day or whenever I feel like I should do it. Or I might read a verse like day of and do it. And somehow, some way, God shapes them and forms them and puts them together. It's by his grace and his mercy that I have the ability to speak to you. And it's all glory to God and his light shines through me. But just remember, it's his light, not mine. I don't get paid to do this. I don't have to do this. I want to do this because I'm I'm that batch of sincerity and truth in Christ. 
I liked listening to podcasts that probably weren't good for me. Or probably were giving me information about things I really didn't need information on. But I've seen those things. And I know not to talk about those things. And I know to be different from the world. Because I'm renewed through Christ. And this is what he's called me to do. Whether there's a hundred people listening. Two people listening. One person listening. Thank you. Because I'm the type of person. Who gets discouraged very easily. And I work on it. Every single day. And God helps me. But I know I'm doing the right thing. Because the numbers show. When I'm not expecting numbers to show. And when I'm not expecting anybody to listen. And when I don't feel ashamed. That. If I don't like. And if I don't feel ashamed to tell people about this. Then I have no expectations. I have none. I let God do his work. You know what I'm saying? I give him the will. I let him take control. Because this is his podcast, not mine. I got homies that don't even believe in God and they listen to this. And I know one day they're going to, you know what I'm saying? I know one day my homie, he knows who he is. He's going to love Jesus too. I know one day. The way that he watched out for me and he took care of me, God's going to take care of him. God's going to take care of his family. And all the struggles that he goes through, I know he's going to get through them. And I pray that God gets them through him. And I pray that God gets through to him. I'm just a regular guy. I ain't nobody special. I ain't no preacher. I ain't no church. I just love Jesus. And like I said before, I don't care who hears me. Whether it's the neighbors, to the left, to the right, up, down, side to side. I don't care. We're all imperfect. And that's okay. But don't let your imperfections define who you are. Let the fact that you follow Christ and love Christ and want to do everything for Christ define who you are. Don't be the batch of bread that has malice and wickedness. Be the bread of sincerity and truth. And do not eat so that it may go well with you and your children after you. Because you will be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. Feed yourself with something beautiful and something healthy and something that's going to help your salvation and your spirit. Don't walk knowing that what you're putting in your body is garbage and don't be okay with it. Take off your normalization glasses and look with the eyes of Christ. And if you really think what you're not doing is wrong, Take a step back and see if you're doing what you think is right. You know what I'm saying? Let God, put yourself in God's shoes. Even though we don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? Just look at it from God's point of view. Like, okay, if God came in, if he found one thing wrong with it, 
There's probably a couple more things you find wrong with it. Just don't let them find nothing wrong with what you're doing and you'll be alright. You know what I mean? But yeah, hey guys, this podcast was lit. Y'all are lit. Thank you guys for all the support. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing the supporters to support. Thank you, Jesus, for letting your light shine with us. And thank you, Jesus, for allowing consistency to continue to make its way. <laughs> um, I got something planned. I'm going to drop this episode first. And then I got a new series coming. That's going to be our bonus episode that I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. So we're going to do our regular podcast, which is now available on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, I think Overcast. I don't know if it is, but I seen somebody watch from Overcast and um, RSS.com, of course. But um, we're going to start uploading our weekly episode. And then we're going to do our Prayer Warriors episode where... I might give a verse, I might chop it up a little bit, but I'm just going to pray, and then that'll probably be it. You know, I might be like, yo, I hope your week's going good, here's a verse for the for the rest of the week, and then we're going to jump into a prayer, and I'm going to try to pray for however long God wants me to, or however, however long God lets me to, and then that's it. And then that'll be a little encouragement. And I don't know if those are going to be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. I don't know yet. I just know that that was something that God put in my heart to do. So we're going to drop the Prayer Warriors episode probably after this one. So we'll figure out how it goes. We'll see how it goes, I mean. But yeah, this podcast was lit. It is 1.47 in the morning. I'm tired. Y'all are tired of here listening to me, so I'm out. Peace.